Hey, Reach Paramount, welcome to our podcast. We really hope this message encourages and challenges you as you walk with the Lord every day. Enjoy this message. Everybody, you may be seated. Praise the Lord, everybody. So the first crowd was the lively crowd. Right? The first service. The one where people are usually drinking their coffee. They're just waking up. Right? That's the lively crowd. Because you're in trouble if that's the case. So it's an honor and privilege to be here. We are honored that Pastor Omar and Sister Letty have extended the welcome to us. And we love Reach. We respect this ministry. We care about this ministry. Thank you for having us back. Like he said, it's been four years and we miss you guys. Um, we talked in the first service about being in a dry season. And um, you can be serving God 30, 40 years and still find yourself in a dry season. But that's when you need to force your flesh to submit to the spirit and take time to consecrate yourself. And that's what we did. We did a 40-day consecration. And all of you should know by now what consecration is because you have Pastor Rob teaching you. Amen? That's Pastor, that's the Rabboni. (laughs) Rabboni. You know Rabbi, Rabboni, Rabbi. Come on, guys. Let's get it going here. Praise God. Can I finish? Oh, yeah. (laughs) So we took a 40-day consecration to lead us to to this week. And uh, in the midst, of course, you get attacked, right? But God did meet us. Yes, he did. We were crying out for his touch, his fire, his presence. Amen? And he did. He met us this week. We went by the Bonnie Bray house. How many people know who the Bonnie Bray house? Bonnie Bray. One person knows Bonnie Bray. Two people. You're going to have to take them on a tour. Rob, you have work to do. Two people know about Bonnie Bray. Bonnie Bray here in California. And these are Californians. That was when the 1906 Azusa Street Revival broke out. In 1906. In 1906 on Bonnie Bray Street. I keep saying That's okay. It's all right. (laughs) And the residue of the Holy Spirit and all the prayers that were sent up to heaven in that house are still there. The the residue is still there. And we went there Thursday. We couldn't get in because it was closed. But just standing in front of that house and touching the gate and telling God do it again, Lord. Do it again, Lord. That was my prayer. Do, Do it, it again, again Lord. Lord. Do it again. Pour out your Holy Spirit again. Pour, pour out your Holy Spirit. It's my turn. I'm, I'm excited. I said, pour your Holy Spirit again on America, on Los Angeles. Yes. I thought I was in a third world country when I came to Los Angeles this week. I don't know what's happened. But I said, Lord, let your fire fall again. And he's going to tell you the story of the guy that was walking by. And Sam grabbed him. As Sam always does. Because we pray for everybody. We don't care who you are. Right? We'll stop you. And that's what happened. And I started to film it. And I hate that I cut it short. Because in the end... 
it was pretty powerful. But while the prayer was going on, the Lord gripped my heart in a way that I haven't felt in a long Amen. time. And I felt the fire of the Holy Spirit come on me. And I just kept weeping. I couldn't even talk. And everybody that knows me knows I don't cry. And I was just weeping because I couldn't contain the, the, the feeling that I had here in my chest. It was pretty awesome and powerful. And now we know that God is still alive and well. And he's still doing what he does. And Los Angeles needs to prepare because it's coming again. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. Yes, and there's a, listen, California has many places where the Holy Spirit landed. Yes. There are places, you guys have to see it. Yes. You better go. So there are places historically that the presence of God came down and touched the earth. And those are landmarks where the move of God spread throughout all of the world. As many as 500 million people were affected by what took place in 1906. All right, you guys saw that spit, right? Y'all in the front row need to get ready. All right. <laughs> Put up your spit shields. <laughs> I get excited about the presence of God. I get excited about the Holy Ghost. Everybody say Holy Ghost. Everybody say Holy Ghost. See, the Holy Ghost is the one that touches people. So I want a little, I have a little clip that I want them to roll out and I'm going to expound a little bit more on it. Descansa en el Señor, descansa en el Señor. Busca de Jehová, búscalo, búscalo y Él va a contestar tus peticiones. Victoria sobre todas estas cosas que pesan tu corazón. Porque tú piensas mucho, pero tú no compartes lo que tú piensas. So this gentleman is walking along the side of the sidewalk. While we are talking to the Lord, asking him, do you still do what you have always done? Don't you guys ever wonder that? I'm the only dummy here, right? So did you... <laughs> Got away with it. Anyway, so... We're, I'm thinking, Lord, can you do this again? And she's praying by the gate. She's asking God to release the fire. We don't serve a dead God. Hello, excuse me, religious folk. We don't serve a dead God. This is a God that does amazing things. And this man's walking along the sidewalk, and he's, he's walking very sad, and he's looking down, and I say to him, Sir, sir, how are you, sir? How are you today? And he says, I'm good. And then he keeps walking. I said, Sir, come here. And he came to me. And I said to him, you look like the weight of the world is on your shoulders. You look like you lost a friend. And he started to weep and said, I just lost my wife. And that was my best friend. I had no one in the country that I was in. And my sons have asked me to come out so I wouldn't be alone. And then he said to me, he was really, he had this chiseled look about him. You ever meet anybody with a chiseled look on their face? Like life has really dealt them some blows, right? 
Do you know that the adversities of life can actually chisel a certain look in your face? Have you ever seen, this is going in a completely direction, so we're going to obey the Holy Ghost. Have you ever seen anybody whose countenance was down because life is constantly dealing blows to them? I see a lot of heads moving this way. Okay? So it's God's responsibility to change your affect. And the only way that God can change your affect is by changing what's going on internally. Come on, guys. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm looking forward to the day that I can walk into a church without somebody saying, somebody give the Lord a hand clap. Right? Somebody praise the Lord in this house. You know what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? Where it automatically comes out of you to worship the Lord. Amen? <laughs> that, that, that it comes, nobody has to tell you to worship the Lord. You see, religion has us, religious has us in our seat. A, religious has us, religiousness has us in system. Religiousness has us you feel that? This is a bondage. You know, same old, same old stuff. We need to shake off the robes of religion and be a walking, talking, free people. You know, you could be, listen, some of you are so sermoned out, some of you are like dill pickle. You've had so many sermons and so much sauce that you're like a jar with preservatives. Schmuckers or something. This man continues to tell me about his life and he says, California has been hard to me. I have two jobs. I work as a cook in one job for long hours and I work in, a, in another place washing dishes and this, this, he was trying to tell me under his breath that this, this world is hard. Come on guys, you're gonna tell me you don't know this world is hard? Do I have people in this church that don't know that the world is hard? Now you're either staring at me because you find me intriguing or you're trying to figure out where I'm going with this. I'm trying to tell you to wake up. I'm, 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 I'm here to, like, you're not going to, you will not walk away from this service saying, he's a great preacher. You're going to say, what was that all about? You think I'm joking, right? So he walks about a hundred feet and he stops in front of someone's yard and he grabs the bars in front of the house and he just buries his face and begins weeping. And I'm telling this man before he walks away, the Holy Spirit is going to fill the hole in your heart and heal you of your wounds. And he was just so joyful, but at the same time weeping. So whatever it was that I said to him in the spirit... God was fixing a hundred feet from his destination. Right? 
church and you're going to come to church and be the same person day in and day out. It's a cycle of weight and worry and hustle and bustle. And there's no change and there's no transformation. And you get used to a certain routine and low with the Lord, praise the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Huh? And God, I think they play music as long as I don't say something, right? You can step down. Let's praise the Lord in here. Let's praise the Lord in here. So the real reason why I'm sharing with you is to provoke you, to provoke something in you, to get your attention, to talk to you about something that has to take place in your life in this season. Have you not noticed? Are you noticing? <laughs> you not notice the seasons and the times that we are living in where good is evil and evil is good the world has been turned upside down and the church is not supposed to be asleep in a season like this we are not supposed to be experts at religion we're not supposed to live through life pretending or acting like something good has happened when indeed nothing has happened or nothing is taking place. And we complain over and over about our life and we do nothing, absolutely nothing to change the very thing we detest. We lean on others to share with them and complain about what it is we are unhappy about. But we do absolutely. I hope I'm not too loud for you. I hope I'm not coming across as loud and rambunctious. <laughs> because if I am, I can turn it down a few notches. <laughs> See, th this is the point. This is where we are. Can you understand what I'm saying? If you do agree with me, yes. Yes, yes. But we won't. We, 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 we. Sometimes I get so excited it wants to come out. Have you ever been there? So we want to be happy in life, but we don't know how to get happy. Right? You hear good sermons. I mean, what do you do with all those sermons? Like, I'm really asking you. I'm really asking you. What do you do with all those great sermons? Praise God. Oh, that was a great message, Pastor. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with that message? What are you going to do with the word of God that you heard that's supposed to wake you up and transform you? What are you going to do? How are you going to heal? How will you be restored? When will you walk in the very thing that you have been hearing over and over and over again? When will there be a change? Peter, you're shaking your head. You agree with me, don't you? <laughs> So if you're working and toiling and sweating and going through struggles, your family members are going through hell. All hell's breaking loose in your life. When will it end? You <laughs> think it's funny. Am I a little too animated for anybody here? Okay, because this is supposed to bring shock, 
value. Shock value. I believe the day that something happens to me, if my heart ever stops, there will be somebody there with electrodes and they will add shock value to bringing me back from the dead. Okay? It's a season to be brought back from the dead. It's a season to wake up and be spiritual. It's a season to see the word of God literally. Everybody say literally. You said it wrong. Literally. You gotta say it stronger. Literally. Literally. No, say it like this. Literally. There you go. See, you have to practice something so long till you get it right. When you're reading the scriptures and the Holy Spirit is teaching you, don't you get to a point where you say, wow, I didn't see that in the word. Wow, I didn't know that happened in the word. I didn't realize that that's how God felt about something. You know, and Christians need to wake up because you need to start hating the things that God hates. But it seems to me that our churches are in bed with the world and enamored with what the world has to offer it. And when we get, well, listen, when we get to a place where we allow the world into the church without changing the world, now the world has changed us. And we have conformed to the things of the world. And Romans says that we need to conform to the word of God and read the word and be washed by the word and renewed by the word, restored by the word. There's no way. Listen to me. Look, I'm going to say it slow. There's no way that we're supposed to look like the world. There's no way that we're supposed to walk like the world. And you say, brother, you're being too legalistic. You haven't met God yet. Because when you meet God, when you have a relationship with God, when you are being transformed, do you know, and I got to warn you, I go through rabbit trails here. You're going to have to kick me out, Pastor Rob. So, So if you're being transformed by the word and it's working in you, I need to see proof. There has to be proof. I've got people asking me to pray all the time, but they keep doing the same thing over and 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 over. And nothing changes. Didn't I talk to you about this problem four years ago? Didn't I talk to you this problem last week? What have you done? Did you take the word of God? Do you not know that if God is for you, no one can be against you? Do you know that if God did not spare his own son, but gave him up also for us all, how much more will he not also freely give us all things? Who can lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God who justifies. It is he who glorifies. God justifies. He glorifies. He changes you through Christ and then he fills you with his Holy Spirit and when you go through hell God brings you through heaven when you're in hell God will bring heaven to your hell so it is 
God who transforms us. It is God who renews us through Jesus Christ, his son. That's why it says, who can lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Nobody. 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 I like the way that sounds. Nobody. Nobody. Watch me. Nobody. <laughs> We're supposed to wake up. Awake thou that sleepest. Arise from the dead. And what's the what? Do you remember the rest? Pastor Rob? <laughs> Rabboni? Rabboni. I sense the Holy Ghost here. I sense the anointing of the teacher. I just titled him today and coronated him at the same time and called him Rob Boni. It means teacher, master. And the Lord shall give thee light. How many of us have walked in darkness? Did you get set free from the darkness? Excuse me. It's coming up. I asked them, hey, with this microphone, can they hear a burp? I said, just excuse yourself if it happens. So I did a preemptive strike. There's something about seltzer water and coffee that don't agree with me in the morning. <laughs> if Christ, listen to me back there, because that looks like a sleepy crowd. No one escapes me. The reason why Jesus saved you is because he wants to kill you. Wow. Now you won't hear that in a proper church. And you won't hear that from a proper preacher. But doesn't Paul say that we need to mortify the deeds of the body? Now Rabboni. What does mortify mean? Have anybody looked at you and say, I'm mortified. All right, mortify is morto. Muerto. Morto. Muerto. Mortify. Mortician. Mortuary. There's a relationship with death. Hint, hint. Think about that. Why is God bent on killing the old man? Why? Because we have a resurrected Savior that wants a relationship with the living church. That's why it says, who can lay anything to the charge of God's elect? You want to know Paul was one of my favorite characters? Because he went through hell. He got stoned and left for dead. He didn't get stoned, guys. <laughs> he was stoned. <laughs> well, that usually happens. Okay, so, so he was stoned and left for dead. He was shipwrecked. 
He says in the King James Version, thrice. <laughs> thrice. <laughs> so he was shipwrecked three times. He went before Caesar. Huh? He went before many people of high stature and he was being tried. And Paul said, you've got to kill the flesh. That's why I beat my body with blows. To bring it under subjection. To constrain. Does anybody here know what constrain? Most of the time, if you're getting incarcerated, you have chains around your wrist. And you are being constrained so that you, once you're apprehended, you can be contained. And the Holy Spirit will constrain you, contain you, to restrain you, and then isolate you, to kill you. And you say, well, that's so unbiblical. Read the word. You've got to wake up. With all the hell that's going on today, this is the church's finest hour. So this means then, this means then, are you listening? Are you listening? Can I get a witness in here, sister? She's like, got that million dollar smile. You know what? There's nothing worse than a Christian that's a sourpuss. A Christian with a coffee pot face. A Christian that has been sucking on lemons. A Christian that has to peel onions to cry. There's nothing worse than a Christian that's always fronting. Fronting. I said fronting. Fronting. You're dressed beautifully on the outside, but inward your garments are a dead carcass. Nothing worse than a fake a makeup. So we should be singing to you, way fake or miracle. (laughs) Promise breaker. You ain't fooling anybody. I wasn't fooling anybody. I'll never be able to fool the Lord. Especially if he sees all, knows all. Sees all, knows all. Huh? Huh? So the word that you hear, that word. Everybody say, that word. How many preachers have preached to your ears. How many messages or wait a minute, what are, what are the famous things they do? This is my phone, okay? This is it, swiping. Most of us are here. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. That's where we are. We're distracted. Distracted by the very hell you complain. You.
affected by the very hell we complain about. How long will you feast on this? How long will it be next to you? How long will it be part of your life? How long will you be confused? How long will you continue to allow Satan to buffet you and buffet you and buffet you and control you and confuse you and manipulate you and beat you, mistreat you, speak evil of you, cause your enemies to rise up against you? How long will you remain in a satanic cycle of living hell, self-imposed, created by your own little world and your fear? mind. How long will you sit in a chair under the enemy's thumb allowing him to pimp you, abuse you, mistreat you, and sell you to the lowest bidder? How long will you ingest the poison that you expect others to drink when you yourself drink it first? How long will you continue to live a lie, speak a lie, tell yourself a lie, believe the lie, and never find a way to a solution, and never find yourself in a safe place? How long can you endure as a human being the idea that at some point this loving God is going to shut the door on grace, and you wake up in a lake of fire? When all your life he sent messengers to you, people to your life to speak truth to you. Do you know that we live in a world today? I'm going to have to go over here because I'm going to think I'm favorites. But do you know that we live in a world today when no one likes to speak the truth? No one wants to hear the truth. Everybody wants their ear tickled. Tell me I'm beautiful. My pretty. And you let them dog kill. I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. <laughs> Jesus is calling. There's a song that, you know, the South is like Baptist world. Welcome to Baptist world. We solve your problem here superficially. We need the Holy Ghost, but we keep him out of our churches. Amen? Because we don't want to stir anything up. We want the community to come in here. We live in a world that rejects the Holy Spirit, but wants a quick fix. Okay? There's a song they sing, Jesus is calling, so tenderly calling. Calling the sinner, calling the sinner. Jesus is calling, so tenderly calling. Welcome all sinners, come home. Come home, come home. Don't forget the quartet, home. Welcome all sinners, come home. Is he? Is he? Is he? I just, I, I just, we just want to keep you asleep. Just want to keep you asleep. Don't worry about your problems. One day they'll end. I want my problems to end now. 
I need a problem solver. Right? I need Jesus. I need the son of the living God whose blood ran down the side of that cross, hit the earth, made the earth convulse. Made, whoa! The earth said, whoa! I remember that feeling. It was during the Big Bang when there was nothing. Something came out of nothing. And I feel the blood of a mighty God shaking my inner core. That's what the earth said. And you know what it said too? I'm going to show how powerful that blood is. I'm going to vomit me up some dead people. Because the Bible says that the dead came out of their grave and did it not. Rabbi. Davidson. (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Fred. What's going on? What are you doing here? You died 30 years ago. (laughs) Uncle Fred, what's going on? What are you doing out of your grave? I was in the bosom of Abraham. And all of a sudden, something sucked me out of my pot. My pot. My spot. spot and flung me back onto the earth. It was the blood of the Son of God. The Word of God says in Romans 8.35 You can put it on the screen, guys. Who? Who? of you are seminary graduates. to read that loud and you have to read it in unison I didn't say unicef unison ready
don't know who Christ Jesus the Lord is. Some of you have never met Jesus Christ the Lord. Some of you have met him, but have not allowed him into your personal space. Some of you have, you have had the privilege of speaking to him daily, but you have withheld the portion in your life that he's asking you for. You ever wonder why preachers act all funny and hunch up and, and whoa? It's called effect. Effect. If you notice, I'm moving my hands, making faces, trying to give you the urgency needed for you to step out of religion, to get into the glory, to be used of God, taught of God, right? Right? And then you become a force to reckon with at your job where you don't kowtow to the monsters from hell pushing Satan's agenda. So when you're in the supermarket, you affect the life in the express line. You understand what I'm saying? There's a produce section and there's a whole bunch of people. Jesus said, look at the fields. They are white and the harvest is ready. Pray to the Lord of the harvest that's workers may come. Make-believe workers do not use a sickle to gather in the harvest. True, circumcised, born-again believers in Christ who allow him to be Lord and governor, controller, Lord, governor, controller, Lord, governor, controller, Lord, governor, controller, lions and tigers and bears, oh my. I apologize for any discrepancy. <laughs> Lord, controller general of your life. It's got to be personal, guys. When Jesus puts his finger and says, hey, stop gossiping. Oh, you know what, Lord? My bad. My bad, Lord. <laughs> I like gossiping. It's a dainty morsel. It's my dessert. Stop backstabbing. Stop criticizing. Stop judging. What else can this humanity produce that's disgusting? When he says stop doing it, you're supposed to hate it. And the only way you can hate it is if you let him be Lord and governor of your life. That's why the word of God says, hey, listen, when you serve the Lord, I'm going to close. Hey, I got nine minutes to spare. When you say to the Lord, I'm going to serve you, he's telling you, when you go through tribulation, when you go through trials, when famis, famis. Does anybody know what famis means? When famis comes, when, fa when famine comes, when persecution comes, when you grow weary, nothing of the sword will be able to separate you from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. And I'm going to tell you something. I feel led by the Lord to say this. I don't know how many Jesuses you guys believe in because we got a lot of Jesuses out here. We have Jesus that conforms to the world. 
That's the Jesus that the world is preaching in the church today. It's okay to sin. It's okay to be a sinner. Because he's a loving God. Yes, he is. Mm -hmm. He loves me. And when I get to the gates of heaven, he's going to say, it's all right to err is human. You got it? And you know what? There's a lot of people in this room that want to hear the truth. They will, they will like, whoa, dude, you told the truth. I like people that tell the truth. We have a society today that's looking for the truth. They want to hear the truth. And the Bible says the truth will make you free. Ain't that right, Pastor Omar? Praise the Lord, Pastor Omar. I feel the Lord coming on right now, brother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every time he gets up here and preaches a sermon, I'm watching it in South Kakalaki. I got the TV on while I'm getting ready or something, and he's sitting there saying, you need to change. Okay? Now, I don't want to say anything by this. I don't want to be proud and boastful, but I think since I've been his friend, his jokes are getting better. I think he's a lot more humorous. This is your last time, Sam. Thank you very much. (laughs) In the first service, the Spirit of God was moving me in a direction. In the second service, he moved me in a different direction. The Spirit of the Lord moves wherever he chooses. The Spirit of the Lord fills the house. The Spirit of the Lord is our taskmaster, our instructor, our caretaker. We have been assigned to the Holy Spirit for the sole purpose of being transformed. If the gospel that you are living or preaching or teaching or learning is ineffective, it is because the Spirit has to quicken the letter that you are reading. And without the Spirit, you will never come into the full knowledge of what God has been spelling out for you. That's why he's telling you in these last days, escape from the fires of hell and damnation that are to come. Because the days will be evil. And there's nothing greater than having a concentrated group of believers that are anointed and spirit-filled to encourage others to come to Christ. Because every one of you, and this is something that was, that God was dealing with me. And I've got five minutes, praise God. You know, I'm trying to be obedient because if I'm not obedient, the spirit of disobedience will be working in me. <laughs> There was a lady, this is no joke, this is the truth, this is the truth. I was working in a psychiatric hospital. <laughs> I, was, I was an administrator in a psychiatric hospital, and there was this lady, I won't say names, uh, but she, was, she knew I was uh, like the ad hoc chaplain. You know, I, like they, if they saw me, they was like, oh, that's just... That's the minister. He, he's, a, he's a credential minister. He can go in there and talk to them. <clears throat> so I use that, my Mickey Mouse credentials, to witness to all the patients. <laughs> all right? Okay. Yeah, I did. I didn't care. I, I went in and I, and I had, uh, God did some tremendous things. 
And, uh, and this lady was so, she had what they call religious ideations. She was, she would always pray to the Lord to find out which color M&M to eat because she didn't want to offend the Lord. So I said to her, what happens if you eat the one he doesn't like? She says, it's over. I said, is that why there's a bunch of red ones in the bag? She goes, yes. You see how the enemy? See, you have to be careful. Because he's very astute. You do know that Satan is very educated. He holds a thousand degrees in deception. Okay? He's very educated. The enemy knows what your weaknesses are. Is it is or are? I'm just checking your English. <laughs> that sister back there saying, where did they find this guy? <laughs> He's very cunning, shrewd, wicked, deceitful, and you have to be educated and no longer be bound you got some isms in you. Can we get somebody to... Wait a minute, I was told to do this. <laughs> you ever do that? See, watch how it moves. Oh, one of those dancers. Yeah, it is. Yes, from the Bronx. <laughs> the Bronx. You know, that's the cradle of hip-hop, right? Y'all yeah. don't have a hold on the hip-hop here, okay? <laughs> California always wanted to be cool, you know what I mean? The Bronx, the Bronx. <clears throat> but you have got to wake up to what the Spirit of God is saying to you. This isn't just another message. You're playing with fire you, you hear a message, you hear the word of God, and you partially believe it, and then you write it off and say, I'll, I'll do it later. And Satan is sitting there with his henchmen. You should see Yeah. Some of them are ugly. And they're sitting there laying traps for you. Because if they can get you when you don't know Jesus... They've got you. You keep putting off the call of God in your life. And that's dangerous territory. That's amen. Ignorant. You know what I'm That's ignorance. That's like saying, I don't want to be blessed. I like my chains. They're silver. I like my mind being oppressed. I don't have to think. Come on. I'm sorry, Pastor Sam, but I've had this addiction for 30 years. I'm used to it. I'm used to living in my family with living hell. I'm used to the abuse. I'm okay being a victim. I don't want to be set free. Be quiet. You religious people never shut up. As long as I'm alive, I'm going to be a thorn 
on somebody's side. As long as I have breath in me, I'm going to glorify the name of the Lord. I'm not going to put on a show. In fact, I'm going to tell you something. There are a lot of churches that don't have me back after that one sermon. So I've conditioned myself to say this is the only time I'm going to preach here. I don't have to come back. But I did what I had to do. I said what I had to say. I let the Spirit move me in the direction. I put my finger on somebody's wound. One time I saw the Holy Spirit touch a tormented woman. She had been tormented and her heart was just full of scars. And I'm trying to reason, Lord, how are you going to heal this person? How are you going to restore this person, right? And God walks right up to her and rips the scab right off. That person weeps and weeps and is weeping and weeping. After she wept for hours, she got up saying, I feel free. Sometimes he'll go to where the wound is and handle it. Surrender. 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 He loves you with a passion. The spirit of confusion has no authority over you. Spirit of fear and doubt, second guessing yourself. That's a demonic thing that has to go. Okay? Right? We're safe here, right? This is a family? Yeah, yeah. If you had kids, wouldn't you want your kids to be free? That's what this is supposed to be, right? This is a big, big, big place because the presence of God is here. Peace and joy, fulfillment, belonging, connection. He wants to reinstate. There's some relationships that he's cutting away from you. And he wants you to walk whole. This is the best time. Can I pray for you? Okay, I'm going to touch your head. Is that okay? What's your name? Cindy. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for Cindy. Cindy, for freedom right now in her mind. Satan, I command you to lay off of her. Demonic forces, attacks, confusion, difficulties. Sometimes you don't even know how you're going to make it through the day. Is this true? Okay. It's time for you to be free. Be free right now in the name of Jesus. Say it with me. Lord, I'm free. Because Jesus made me free. Made me free. Heal me and restore me and renew me. In Jesus' precious name. In Jesus' precious name. In Jesus' precious name. Many times the Holy Spirit is dealing with your heart while you hear a word. And while you're there, many of you are going to be able to relate to this. You're hearing the word and it's doing something to you. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're hearing it. You know, this guy ain't that in a bag of chips. But there's something about the word he's sharing that's cutting deep into my heart. Don't write it off. Don't say, ah, that's just me and he's a funny guy. That's the Holy Spirit going, let me in, let me in. So provision, provision, provision for you. Yes, he's going to answer your prayer, yes. Yeah, yeah. You're okay in him. Be okay in him. Be confident in him. Now, with your mouth, when you get up in the morning, declare his word as so. 
is so. I am going to be blessed. I am going to prosper. This difficulty is going to make me a better person. I'm going to overcome my weaknesses, fears, doubt. The enemy plays on your mind. He, you know, he, he, he psychs you. You know, and you fall for it. I fell for it. I know it's funny, but you know what? Stop falling for it. Stop believing it. Are you not a child of God? Some of y'all with his skinning and grinning, one foot in the world, one foot in the kingdom, one foot holy, one foot unholy, and all you're doing is becoming a demonic hybrid with a label. Because you're not producing anything. The Bible says that a bad fruit can never produce, a bad tree can never produce good fruit. But a good tree will always, Rabbi, produce good fruit. You need to be the tree that produces good fruit. Amen? 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 Liberty, 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 liberty. So, so I'm sitting here and, and I see you smiling and happy and all that. Don't get comfortable where you are. Don't get comfortable where you are. There's more. There is so much more to the Lord. There's so much more to what he wants to do with you. There's a purpose that he's developing. Please tell me you're not happy where you are. I know. I know. And he hears it. Yes to some things and no to some things is what he's saying. He's saying you need to know the difference between what I want you to do and the difference between what I don't want you to do. There is freedom for the bound. There is freedom for the confused. Okay? So I'm looking at you and what I see is a woman that God has called out of darkness. Okay? I'm not judging the outward appearance. But there is so much more. Do you know that you are a spiritual giant that's asleep? So you're a spiritual giant that's asleep and God wants to use you. And you're going to have your way for a short season. But he's going to call on you. He's going to meet you. Because there's a part of you that loves him deeply and knows a part of him. And he hears you when you pray. Because you pray. You do. You do. You do. And if that's a lie, you need to speak up, girl. Because <laughs> you don't need to believe just everything you hear. So he wants to take you on a journey. I see the hand of God all over you. I see sadness and grief overwhelming you. And you don't know who to reach out to and what to say. But your time has come. Today is your day of deliverance, says the Lord. Can you hold my hand? He says uh, that you're beautiful and you're precious in his sight and that you are not a shadow or invisible. He knows that you have needs and he knows that you have an ambition. But you keep getting set back and set back. Every time you make 10 steps forward, you feel like you're taking 20 back. Is this true? Okay. May the spirit of the Lord fill you and touch you. 
in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May he transform your life and change you forever. Today, there's going to be change in your life. Sister, change. Change. I hear the Spirit of God saying change. Change. Now's the time. Now's the time to go deep. You know, you, you're curious about these godly things, but you want him to use you. Can I be used like that? Of course. Of course. The burden in your heart, surrender it right now in the name of Jesus. I come against depression and press. The press of the, of the world. The press of the enemy. He's not going to take you out. You will have victory in Christ. Can you say amen to that? Amen. 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 You're a mama to many people. You have a big heart for people. It's time for you to shift and allow the Holy Spirit to give you the meaning and purpose of your life because you can't be hidden for too long. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore and settle for second best. Can you do that? Can you do that, sir? There's a calling on your life. Don't run anymore. Don't run anymore. You can get mad at me. You can throw a shoe at me if you want to. I'll be like George Bush. Remember they threw a shoe at him and he went like that? You don't remember that. You're too young to remember that. Never let, never let anybody throw a shoe at you. It'll hurt. So don't run anymore. Don't, don't. It's the end. It's the end. God is calling you. He wants to use you. He wants to bless you. He wants to transform your life. So when you go through hell, God knows how to fix it. Come on, folks. Can we praise God in this house? Can we praise God? Prayers, 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 prayers. Prayers, prayers. Don't be afraid. This is the hour of salvation. Okay? This is the hour of salvation. Every, from the moment that I got up to speak, God has been dealing with you. He's been convicting your heart. And you feel like there's something here. There's something here. The end. The end of trouble. The end of confusion. The end of... Don't doubt yourself anymore. Do you know there's so much that you have to achieve and do before you leave this planet? So why not serve the Lord who can make it happen and open doors for you? Amen? Okay, look. Look at me. He wants me to tell you that you're perfect in his sight and he loves you. And that when he sees you, he sees his son. And that he understands how you feel. Disconnected and displaced. But he's adding value to your life and you are significant to him and you matter. Yes, you have failed him. Yes. But not anymore. Okay. Peace. Peace. Amen. What's your name? Okay, I'm going to pray for you. I come against every demonic spirit that attacks you and tries to destroy your peace. I pray for blessings over your life and for the Holy Spirit to seize you and hold you in the hollow of his hand. I come against poverty in the name of Jesus. Emotional poverty, mental poverty, financial poverty, physical poverty in the name of Jesus. I bind that spirit and I curse it in Jesus' name. Does everybody feel the spirit of God moving right now? Yes? Do you? If you do, if you do, that's good. If you don't, don't pretend. This is holy ground right now. This is holy ground right now. 
I'm running out of time, but this is holy ground. So peace, peace, wonderful peace. Now I see a tornado ending. A tornado ending. Chaos ending. Post-traumatic stress disorder ending. Insecurity and fear and doubt ending. It's okay to let it go, bro. Bro, just tear it up. Tear it up, brother. Let it go. You hold on to everything else, you might as well let it go. 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 You you know what, bro? Aside from this front that you have, you got a big heart. It's okay to be a brother to people. It's okay to preach the gospel. It's okay to share. It's okay to encourage. But be transformed by what you're sharing. Okay? Your time for peace is now. Not around the corner, not now. Now. Did you, don't you, aren't you curious to know what he could do with you? So, you're going to step up to the plate? Okay. Can I hug you? Okay. It's, it's, it's a real... It, it's. it's going to be okay, bro. And that's what you needed to hear. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You're going to make it, bro. Okay? You're going to make it. How do I look? (laughs) Is my hair okay? (laughs) If you've been struggling with depression... Surrender it now. Surrender it now, right? Surrender it now. What do you think about this Jesus thing? Strange? Kind of new. I knew that. That's why I asked you. Yeah. Yeah. The reason why the Lord brought you here today is because six months from today, you're going to be a different man. Yeah. You're important to him. The world doesn't deserve you. So don't be lost anymore. Okay? You're a smart guy too. He gave you intelligence. Use it for the right reasons. Amen? Amen. Use the intelligence that God has given you for the right reason. Does anybody understand what was said today? Do do you know what was said today? Because... I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> right? God is good, bro. Bro, I love that mustache, man. I tell you what, you are the envy of this church. <laughs> Can I pray for you? Absolutely. What's your name? Randy. Randy, in the name of Jesus, I pray for a fresh anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit to take it to the next level, bro. You're going to reach people that the church doesn't even touch. You're going to be reaching down with a long arm of the law. You're going to be reaching down like a scout, looking for souls to scalp. You're going to do it in the name of Jesus Christ. And may God supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. Because you've seen a lot of stuff in your life. You've got a testimony to tell. And you better start telling it, not holding it back anymore. Sir, I don't know your name, but I love your hat. (laughs) Amen. What's your name? God bless you. May the spirit of the Lord fill you 
and magnify his name through you by the works that you do. God's going to use you. He's calling out, calling you out of obscurity. You're always in the backdrop, always in the backdrop. You don't like being at the forefront or in the limelight, but that's going to change today. Amen. 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 Can I pray for you? Yes. What's your name? Nellie. Nellie. Nellie, Nellie, Nellie. That smile was given to you by the Lord. Because Nellie has a nurturing spirit. Nellie likes to help people. And when she helps people, they don't appreciate what she's doing. But God appreciates what you're doing. Nellie, transformation and revolution is coming for you. He knows where you've been. And he knows where you're going. Nellie, he loves you so much. Nellie. God loves you so much. I mean, he really loves you. You need to know that, okay? You're his little baby, okay? He's watching you. He's been watching you for a long time. Okay? He's been watching you, keeping you out of trouble. Many times the enemy wanted to take you out. And he didn't let it happen. Can you feel the power of God? Yes, I can. Amen. Then glorify his name, Nellie. Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, fill Nellie with the power of the Holy Spirit. Fill the Father abundantly in Jesus' name. Sister, I saw you. No, you. I saw you earlier, and I saw the hand of God getting into your personal space, like messing things up, because he's going to pull the rug out from under you. I want God to pull the rug out from under me. All right? Why? Do you know why? Because you're not supposed to be obscure. You don't belong to the world. You belong to him. He wants you to come out. He wants to use you. Do you believe that? Do you want to stay stuck? The devil's a liar. He's a punk. He's a big punk. He's a big punk. The devil's a punk. Somebody say the devil's a punk. Can we say the devil's a punk in church? Come on, say the devil's a punk. Amen. Amen. How you doing? Good. How you do? You look like a celebrity. I don't know. <laughs> What's your name? Philip. Philip, the evangelist. So I'm going to pray for you, okay? Father, in the same way that you use Philip, I pray that you use this Philip. Philip, wake up. Philip, answer the call. Philip, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Trust in the Lord and you shall have peace. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his Lord. For he shall be blessed going in the city and leaving the city. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding shall keep your heart. That's in Philippians. Philippians. Get it? Philip, Philip, Philippians. So now is the time to answer the call. Because he's been after you for years. But you have been too busy with life. Well, now that you're on the brink of trying to figure out what's next because that's what's happening right now is that right is it a lie did the brother lie to you (laughs) 
I keep thinking Jet Li's going to beat me up in five minutes. <laughs> I know who you are. I watch your testimony. Tremendous. Don't turn your back on him. Okay? He's going to mess you up. He's jealous. You have a great heart, tender heart, but it needs to be filled with the Holy Ghost. It's not. It's not. And confusion doesn't look good on you. Okay? Right? Confusion doesn't look good on you. So don't wear confusion. Amen? Amen? Can we praise the Lord? This, this is the Holy Spirit. This is the Holy Spirit. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. How you doing? How you doing? You just came to ch check it out, right? Yes, I know that. So I would never walk up to a total stranger that just came to check it out and make them embarrassed in front of the camera. What's your name? Andrew! I met the Messiah! Come see him! Do you know who Andrew is in the Bible, right? Okay, Andrew, when are you going to answer? Because there's a lot of fish to catch. Andrew, God brought you here. You know why? Because you're a happy guy. Even when all hell breaks loose, you still smile, right? Oh, but you got a temper. Andrew, Andrew, smiling is a sign that we got a hidden temper. So here's what God wants to do. He wants to remove the anger, the frustration. You don't like being frustrated. Doesn't that bother you? Yes. Nothing like being put on the spot when you go to church the first time, right? This is your second time? First time. Hmm. Okay, so let him in. Okay, who brought you here? Oh, you're smart. Yes. You're being set up, dude. If you don't know it, you're in trouble. But may the Lord use you and transform your life. Amen. Healing, 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 healing. What's your name? Reset. Reset. May I have your hand? Notice I always ask permission. Never invade anybody's personal space. You learned that in the Bronx, in the streets. Okay? They'll punch you in the mouth. Lisette, I pray for your healing in your heart. Okay? Okay? The season for good and new things has come. Answer the call, Lisette. Don't ignore it. There's a great, great, great blessing coming your way. The future is secure if you put it in Christ's hands. Amen? Don't give up on him. Okay? You promise? Okay, she's going to need it. Amen? Amen. How you doing? Your couple? <laughs> Awkward! <laughs> Are you friends? Yeah. Oh, that, that's good. Praise God. Who brought you here? Smart. See, that's the spirit of God using her to bring you here because... You've been floundering too long. You don't know where they come or going. I mean, come on, let's be real. Right? So now you heard a message. What's, what are we going to do with that message? Who was that masked man? Okay? So you've got a decision to make. I believe you're going to make the right choice. Because you're smart. Okay? But you're not smarter than God. Amen. Some people try to hide from the Spirit and hope he doesn't touch them. 
And then he puts them in a position where he's going to speak to them about their personal life so they can know it's him. All right? So stop feeling disenfranchised like you don't fit in. Okay? He wants to use you tremendously. Mm -hmm. So when? That's a good question. You can ask yourself that. And you got to come up with an answer. Okay? Because he wants to bless you and open doors for you. Okay. There's some friends you're going to be losing. He's going to be cutting some people out of your circle. You should be happy about that. Because they keep influencing you. So he made you to be a leader. Why are you mastering following? Why aren't you leading? I don't know. I see some people shaking their hands. Let me pray for you. In the name of Jesus, I command that demonic, nagging demon that keeps sucking you back into the world to go. In Jesus' precious name, amen, 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 amen. Petitions and prayers. God is wanting you to go before him in prayer because he wants to make some things smooth for you. And open doors. So don't be hit anymore. So somebody's asking you to the high seat. Why would you want to sit in the low seat? Makes sense, right? Like, is there anything preventing you from coming to the high seat? Then do it. Do it. Can I pray for you? Both of you? Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I release your anointing upon them. Break the strongholds and give them insight and illuminate. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Keep smiling, brother. Keep smiling because the Lord is working in your life and on your behalf. He's working in your life. Amen. Keep praying to the Lord because he's going to fix some things that are broken. Amen. You know, I've had some people get offended and not come back to church, but find them later converted somewhere else. Yeah, because the God that we serve is true. Amen? Amen. So what are we going to do with Jesus? What are we going to do with Jesus? What are you going to do with Jesus? Are you going to keep coming to church and hearing about Jesus and never let him in? Anybody that wants to accept Jesus, pray this prayer with me. And you have to mean it in your heart. If you felt this, this message tug on you, pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, you are the Son of God. Your word is true. I'm a sinner. I'm lost. I'm confused. But you can help me. So I turn to you and not man. I ask you to help me. Come into my life and radically transform me. Give me the mind of Christ. Wash me and renew me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come here, let me pray for you, young man. What? You, you, you. You know, I watched you up there earlier. So, so, so. 
It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. The Holy Ghost is working on them. Okay? The Bible says, Come unto me, all you who are heavy laden and burdened, and I will give you rest. Did you pray that prayer? Amen. Amen. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I command the filthy residue of Satan off of him. I rebuke everything that ties you to Satan, and I cut the cords right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled and baptized with fire. Look at me. You're going to be an ambassador for the Lord. He's calling you out of darkness. He's calling you out of darkness. You have been rejected. You have been uh, despised. You have been through hell. You're too young to be going through the hell you're going through right now. But right now, God is setting you free and pulling you out of darkness. And you know what you're going to do? Dude, you're a... You're a bro. Bro. Come here, man. Come here. Come here. Come here. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. The Lord loves you. It's gonna be okay. He loves you. He loves you, dude. He almost took you out several times. The enemy's been trying to kill you. All right. Okay, but look at me. Look at me. He's gonna come back and say, "What'd you do? You're a dummy. You're not a dummy. You're not trash." You got to a point where you didn't know if God could do anything with you. Guess what? He wants to save you and fill you with his Holy Spirit. You guys have a guy that when he sold out completely, he's going to be a force to reckon with. And this is going to be like the leader of many leaders. Amen. There's a future for you. There's a hope. Come out of poverty. Come out of poverty. Come out of being bankrupt emotionally and spiritually. Do you guys see what the enemy does to the souls? Too young to be going through that. He's probably gone more, through more stuff than some of us here who have been here for a long time. And the enemy needs to be shut down. Everybody say shut down. Yeah. Do you not know that Satan needs to be shut down? We need to shut down the enemy's operation. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Thanks so much for listening to this message from Reach Church Paramount. To stay connected with us, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Reach Paramount. To give and support this podcast and ministry, visit our website at reachparamount.com give.